Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Thanks for joining me today. Just looking forward to our time together, to just having this time to talk, to be together virtually, and to just hopefully get some good ideas and encouragement. This is a an idea that I've kind of been thinking about over the last couple of weeks, ever since the last episode that I published. So before we jump into that, though, I just want to again share our verse of this month. It's the same one we did last time, but it's still kind of a verse I've been focusing on and working through. It's John 13, 35, and it says, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. I think this is just such a huge idea that we can bring into our homes, we can bring into our work, we can bring into the park play date we have, we can bring into the grocery store, uh, we can bring it to wherever we are. The way that we show people that we are Jesus's disciples is to love one another. And I think that's something that can be so easy to forget. We're going about our day. We're just trying to check off our to-do list. We're just trying to get our groceries bought. We're just trying to whatever it is. But this idea that we can show people Jesus's love by loving them, by showing love to each other, whether that's our family or strangers or people we don't really like, we can still show them love. That really ties in with the last episode where I talked about this idea of so often we just tell our kids, hey, have fun, have fun. It's kind of everywhere in movies and TV and the world and the park and everywhere. Have fun. And it's not bad. Fun is not bad. And that's actually what we're going to talk about a little bit more in this episode. But in the last episode, I kind of focused on this idea of it's not the only thing we want to be telling our kids. We don't want them to be internalizing this idea that like fun is the pinnacle of experience it's the highest thing we value so I talked about this idea of you know maybe telling our kids okay be kind or show love or work hard or be patient or make good decisions or whatever thing we might want to tell them to just be kind of helping them focus on other things that do matter but I am not anti-fun I am pro-fun and in fact I really think that fun is an important thing. Fun is something that God gave us, that we can have fun. We can enjoy life. 
And I think it's especially true for our kids. They really, really do value fun. And I think that's not entirely a bad thing. It's something that we can take that and use it in good ways. I think that fun really is this, it's like a bonding thing. If you think about maybe what was the last time or a time when you had a really fun time with someone, maybe you went out with some girlfriends for a meal or you went on a ski trip or you went on a beach trip or you just went to the park or you and your husband actually got to go out on a date and it was fun. Think about how you felt about the people you were having fun with. You probably felt closer to them. You probably felt like you wanted to spend more time with them. You probably felt like you were maybe more open to hearing things that they had to say to you because you'd had this great fun experience together. And I think that's a beautiful thing about fun. Not only is it enjoyable while it's happening, it can be stress relieving, it can be just help improve our mood overall to just have a fun time can really turn things around. If you've been feeling rather doom and gloomy, going and doing something fun really can help pull you out of that and make a shift. So I think there's just this really good bonding thing about fun. And like I said, I think that's especially true with our kids. I was at a, a children's camp or something. I don't even remember where this was. It was a long time ago, but I remember hearing someone say it was kind of like the backstage, the camp counselors or leaders or something talking that I overheard. And they were saying, with kids, fun is like currency in a way. If you have fun with them, it's like you are putting money in the, your relationship bank with these kids. You're throwing in a dollar, throwing in a quarter. Here's 20 bucks. Here's a hundred. I don't know. Not that, not real money, just fun currency. And when we've put this fun currency into them, we've had so much fun with them. We've built up kind of a credit with them. And then they are going to be more willing to listen to our important messages about things like being kind, showing love, working hard, those sorts of things, because we've earned the right to speak into their lives in that way because we had fun with them. We bonded with them. We built that relationship. And so today is kind of a, a balancing out of that last episode of today. I just want to talk about why having fun with our kids matters and some ideas for how to make it happen because no fun isn't the only thing we value as a family probably my family at least I don't want to speak for yours but I think a lot of us want some deep good character growth things for our kids and that is really good and I think fun can kind of be a gateway towards that a gateway for them to listen to us a gateway for them to want to hear what we have to say. And fun doesn't have to mean we're not working hard, we're not showing love, we're not being kind. We can actually really kind of meld these things all together. It's good for us to enjoy life, to enjoy the things that we're called to do. Ecclesiastes, this is Solomon wrote this book and he kind of explored all the, well, should we, can humans find satisfaction in this? Can they do this? Like, do I just accumulate more wealth? Do I just 
do this and all these things to try to find like kind of almost what's the meaning of life what is gonna give me the best life and here near the end and this is ecclesiastes 322 he says so i saw that there was nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work because that is their lot so I think we don't have to view it as, okay, either we're working hard, teaching our kids hard work and teaching our kids these other values, or we're having fun. We really can do those things together. And I think that's another good way to, to be teaching them about whatever it is you as a family value to show them, hey, we can enjoy this. We can have fun doing this thing that is meaningful and deep. And we can also sometimes just have fun for the sake of having fun and invest in that relationship. And then they're going to want to listen to you more when there are the conversations that otherwise they might perceive as boring or not interesting because we've built up that that credit with them, that fun currency. So that's kind of a perspective shift to have here of it, it doesn't help us to be overly serious, to only be focused on we have to get things done we have to do this we have to show love uh that's the quickest way to kill our desire or in our kids to want to do these good things is no you must do this and it's not fun you can't have fun that's really gonna probably mess with their motivation to do these things so that's kind of our perspective shift and then jumping into a couple of practical applications i think the first one would be super simple. Just choose one way to have fun with your kids today. And it really doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to involve a bunch of planning, a target run, Pinterest scroll, any of those things. Just choose one little thing. That's what I love about hanging out with kids is you can make pretty much most things really fun if you just put like a minute of thought into, okay, how can I just up the fun factor of this thing. So maybe you go outside and you dance in the rain. It's a rainy day. You've been grumpy. You've been gloomy. But you say, you know what, kids? Let's put on our raincoats or not. Put on our boots or not. Whatever. And just go out and dance in the rain for one minute and just be crazy and wild. Do our silliest dances. And then when we come in, we'll have some hot chocolate or we'll just sit and snuggle under a blanket and warm up. Maybe you go out in the backyard with your kids and you blow bubbles for them and you actually chase them together. Just run around and laugh and be silly. Pretend you're a kid. Uh, turn on some kind of a song video or just a song and do silly dances together. Just laugh and be silly and have fun together. Uh, one of my favorites is to read a book the silly way. My kids like to call it where maybe I change up the words. So sometimes I will just... Uh, totally make up random words at the end of each line especially if it's a rhyming book like I'll maybe I'll say the first the word at the end of the first line and then at the second line instead of saying the rhyming word I'll just make up a totally other weird word that either rhymes but isn't that word or doesn't even rhyme and it just makes them laugh because it's different a book we've read a bunch of times and I just do something different or do totally silly voices when you're reading the book little tiny things like that can just delight them and just make them laugh so much and honestly I feel happier I feel better when I do one of these silly little things and it 
feels like a lot of work when we just think about, oh, I just want to do it. I don't want to do it a fun way. But I always feel more mental energy afterwards. So uh, reading a book the silly way, go out with your kids in the backyard and do a wheelbarrow race, you know, where you hold someone's legs and they try to walk on their hands and usually it just ends up with everyone falling down on the floor and laughing. Uh, go on a walk and count how many different animals you see. Like, oh, look, there's one kind of bird. There's a squirrel. There's a bunny. Uh, there's a bumblebee, whatever you want to look for, or how many different flowers you see. Those are just some really simple, easy ways that you could right now today just do one fun thing with your kids. And maybe that one fun thing escalates and leads to more. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you just do one fun thing today. Tomorrow you do one fun thing, one fun thing the next day until it starts to be something you're looking for of ways to bring in fun and simple, easy, doesn't have to be crazy complicated ways. So that would be one practical application is just one fun thing to do today. Another idea is to look for consistent ways to build fun into your lives. Some people call it a rhythm or a ritual or a routine or uh, those are all our words. Um, whatever you want to call it, a celebration, whatever you want to call it, but just looking for a consistent way to make it part of your family's weekly habit or daily habit or once a month or whatever it is. When we make something like this habitual, then it doesn't take up a lot of brain space. And as moms, we just have our brains are so full of who needs to be where when and who needs their diaper changed and who's tired and who hasn't uh, done their homework yet or whatever your brain is full of. When we take something and we make it a habit, we make it habitual, we do it without even thinking about it. If you have a nail biting habit, you bite your nails without even thinking about it. If you have a good toothbrushing habit, you get up and you brush your teeth without even thinking about it. So when we make something fun, habit then we are not always having to come up with a new idea or a fun thing and take up mental space which is really at a premium I think in our brains as moms so some ideas of things that that my family does or things I've heard other people do or things I want to start incorporating we do on Friday afternoons we celebrate that it's the start of the weekend with donuts um, there's a really great donut store near our house and they're you know they're fancy donuts with not just sprinkles on top but like little mermaid shaped candy things or a cookie monster donut or strawberries and cream donut so we'll every Friday we have a little splurge and we go and get a special donut and then Friday after school we celebrate that it's the start of the weekend we have special tea time and we eat our donuts and it's just a fun celebration we also, we love celebrating the weekend in our house. We also have pizza and a movie night on Fridays. That's a mommy doesn't have to cook. Let's use paper plates, watch a fun movie. That's another celebration that we do that we all get a lot out of as a family. And I don't even have to think about it anymore. It's on autopilot. We know we're going to do it. The only thing we have to do is choose a movie, which can sometimes take a little bit of effort when everyone has their opinion, but way less than trying to come up with something fun from scratch. We have been doing, not every week, but most weeks, like a Saturday morning park time. We go to the park Saturday morning and we just play 
for a long time. And that's another great way to kind of welcome in the weekend. Other ideas are like a family game on a certain evening or weekend night. We have a family game that we've really been enjoying playing. We don't have a specific set day, but I have heard friends who do like Saturday evening is family game night or whatever, Wednesday, whatever day you want it to be, or we have this certain game we play once a month or whatever it is, uh, going on a family hike or just going to a park and having a picnic. We've been doing this some. We've done it a lot in the past, and as it's kind of warming up into spring, we've been doing it more. Just bring a blanket, bring some snacks from home, have a little picnic, let the kids play on the playground. Maybe you and your husband get to just sit and have some talking time, just be outside together. Other ideas are like an after-school dance party every day or at some certain time in your day to say, okay, let's clean up the floor and we're just gonna listen to, every kid gets to pick one song or we're gonna listen to three songs or whatever it is and just dance around and have fun and be silly. We do a Friday afternoon cleanup and I know that doesn't on the surface sound like a fun thing and it's not every moment of it is fun, but we are making it fun. Coming back to that idea of enjoying our work like we talked about in Ecclesiastes. So I let the kids choose music. We make it a game. My son is really into like pretending that we're the, a human body and they're like the immune system. My kids are the immune system. So they'll, you know, pretend to be the liver or the white blood cells or whatever, and all the toys on the floor are germs, and they're cleaning up the germs, uh, lots of other games that they make up with it, or we'll race, uh, try not to have us race each other, because we're working on building cooperative kinds of things instead of competitive amongst ourselves, competing against each other, but we'll race the timer, so maybe I'll set like a five-minute timer, can you guys get everything picked up on the floor in here in five minutes so I can come vacuum it. Let's try to beat the timer. Those kinds of things where we can bring fun into something we're doing. And a lot of times I think when we hit that Friday afternoon cleanup time, my kids will say, oh, I don't want to do cleanup time. But by the time we jump into it, they actually are having fun doing it. And so that has been a really fun way to bring fun into it into a thing that we're doing that could feel like a chore, but we're making it a celebration. And then we're excited that we have a clean house and we can just relax as we head into the weekend. And really, I think some of our best conversations as a family, or just me and the boys if my husband's at work, some of our best conversations about deep and meaningful topics about character building have happened either during or kind of after these just fun times. We go have a family picnic at the park, someone asks a question, and it turns into this like deep discussion maybe with my eight-year-old about some like more intense character growth or life issues while the four-year-old runs around crazy. Um, or other things like that where we've had these big deep discussions or just small but about important things during these fun celebration things or we have a fun celebration and then just afterwards our kids are feeling especially close and bonded with us we're feeling the same way and we're able to have 
these good discussions about what do we value as a family? How are we growing? How are we learning? Or just questions they ask about God, about life, about the world. And even if you don't have some earth-shattering family talk after a fun time, investing in your relationships with your kids is worth it and it's enjoyable. That's the great part about doing fun things for your kids with your kids is it's fun for you also. It's stress relieving. I usually leave a fun time feeling refreshed, feeling just better. And so kind of this this message and last the last episode really I feel like are all one big one big idea. Fun is not the pinnacle. Fun is not the only thing we want our kids to have to do to be. We want them to be kind, to show love, but we also need to have fun. That's part of building a family culture where your kids are going to say, hey, as a family, we have a ton of fun and we work hard and we look out for others and we're kind and we're patient and we're joyful and loving and faithful and all the fruit of the spirit and all those things. So I hope that this was encouraging and helpful. I hope that you're able to just go do something fun with your kids, with your family this weekend or today. I don't know if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, but whenever you listen to it, go have some fun with your family. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. As always, if you did, I would love it if you would just go to the um, podcast app where you listen and leave a rating and review. It really helps more people to be able to find the podcast and get some positive messages out of the episodes or share it with a friend, however you want to kind of get this out there to more moms so that they can be hearing these messages. And hopefully this is something that has been encouraging and helpful to you. Thanks for being here today. Talk to you soon.